0: Welcome to the Facility Dude Podcast. Here's your hosts, Bob, Papa Dude Bittner, and Tony Butler.
1: Welcome to the uh, Facility Dude Podcast, episode 11. Uh, Papa Dude, how you doing today?
0: I'm doing great, Tony. Uh, uh, it's after Christmas. I survived. I got the shopping done. I think everybody was uh, excited about the gifts I got them. How about you?
1: Uh, everyone liked their gifts. I, I finally got it done. Um, now I, I just can't believe it's uh, almost 2015.
0: I know. Uh, New Year's just a few days away and uh, this is kind of a special time for me. Uh, New Year's Eve is my wedding anniversary. That's my exciting. wife and I have will have been married 43 years. Congratulations. And uh, you know when uh, when I asked my uh, father-in-law uh, for uh, my wife's hand and uh, when we finally announced the date of being on New Year's Eve, his kind of his first comeback to me was, I still get her for that year for the tax deduction.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He must have been quite a character.
0: Yeah, he was. He was. I
1: can't even imagine that being the thing my father-in-law would say to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, today we're going to talk, kind of follow-up from our last session on uh, measuring uh, or understanding our utility bills. Mm -hmm. That Now that you uh, have some data, you're looking at the data, what kind of decisions are you going to make with that?
1: So now that we understand it. Uh, what's our next step?
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, there's a lot of things that you can do. Uh, there are very few facilities uh, in this country, probably none, that if you look at the data, that there's no, there's not some opportunity for savings. Uh, you know, uh, the Energy Star folks uh, and EPA say that uh, just measuring data can produce somewhere between a th- three to ten percent savings. Uh, I think it's uh, on the higher end. I think you're probably, from my experience, somewhere between 7 to 15% of utility savings. Just understanding and then taking some simple actions on those things. Not You don't have to necessarily spend millions of dollars to do it, but there's a lot of simple things that can be done.
1: And I think it's it's important to realize, too, I mean, 3 to 10% of one of the largest expenses on a budget, that's a large chunk of change.
0: It can uh, really add up to uh, a lot of money real fast. And uh, with, a lot of times people will just take the, uh, the attitude, well, they're going to pay the utility bills. They're not going to shut my electric off. But it really is wasteful if we're not being uh, good stewards of uh, our association's money, our county, our hospital, our schools, whatever it might be. We're just not being uh, good stewards if we, we don't try to save that money and understand where it's all going.
1: Well, I mean, as our budgets grow tighter, I mean, every dollar counts, and we need to make the most of every dollar because in a lot of these organizations and a lot of the facility managers we we work with, um, their jobs impact a lot of people. And so if we can save some money, that money will be put to good use in other areas.
0: Exactly. And, uh, you know, trying to set the goals, trying to understand what it is. I think we talked uh, a little bit at the end of the last uh, podcast about uh, uh, marketing and letting people know and getting buy-in. I think there's always that opportunity when you're saving energy that people get the right message. That uh, you're not out just to uh, punish them, you're not out to make life miserable for them, but as we try to reduce energy, as we reduce utility spend, then we need to uh, engage people Uh, help them to do that that's some of the the cheapest things that we can do is just get people to turn off their monitors turn off their computers turn off the light switch when they leave a room uh, make things are shut off at night and even that will produce a lot of safety particularly at this time of year when uh, a lot of folks have space heaters under their desk and uh, may walk out and leave those on for the night and uh, good good potential for fire to happen when there's nobody around like that.
1: Well, I, I think it's important, like you mentioned, to share the, the success as well. So, you know, if we encourage people to to make those small changes, behavioral changes, and then it impacts our budget in a way in which we can show the the dollars that we're saving, then we're we can share that with the folks who are working in the facility and I think it it, it will encourage um you know, perpetual change. They'll continue to do what they're doing because they see the success of their actions.
0: You know, and, and uh I've seen organizations do different things uh, to reward employees for helping with that. Uh, We've had uh, in the past in the school system where we actually gave bonuses to uh, uh, schools for reducing energy by a certain amount that they could use that funds for uh, extracurricular activities that they wanted to. I've seen companies uh, take a reduction and make a commitment to employees. If you help us with the savings, and we just all kind of went through uh, some holiday parties, possibly with our our companies and our organizations, that uh, we put some extra money back into that fund. If we'll, we'll give, we'll put ten percent of the savings uh, into a company-sponsored uh, event. Uh, if you help us save those things,
1: oh, that would motivate me to cut off the lights and cut off my monitor, exactly. make sure everything's
0: unplugged. And so there's a lot of those behavioral things that you can do, but I think setting some goals, understanding where you want to go, and then there's certainly some more sophisticated ways of saving energy uh, above and beyond what employees can bring to the table. Uh, Things such as changing out equipment to more energy-efficient equipment, changing out uh, or installing window film on on, uh, the outside of uh, windows, and uh, changing uh, lighting, a lot of more efficient lighting. Uh, You can hardly uh, go into a store anymore where you don't, uh, uh, particularly if you go into a Lowe's or a Home Depot, you're going to see a big rack of Uh, LED lights. I know that uh, here in North Carolina, uh, um, Home Depot uh, is selling um, lights, and they're being subsidized by Duke Energy. Uh, Duke Energy is paying half of the price of it, and the employees pay the half. So a a $13 bulb is costing $6 now, and a 60-watt bulb uh, is equivalent to a uh, 9.3-watt uh, bulb is the amount of energy that it uses, but it produces the same amount of light that a 60-watt uh, incandescent bulb. Uh, and actually, uh, I bought some of those, and they're fantastic. I mean, you really cannot tell a difference uh, in, the, uh, in the color rendering uh, and in the warmth or the cool white uh, or daylight bulbs, whichever you get. Uh, really amazing. I know I'm planning on actually picking some up from my home this weekend. And Well, good. But uh, then there's some other things that uh, um, you can look at. You know, there's a lot of uh, talk around uh, about uh, performance contracting. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of companies uh, that do performance contracting, and they'll come in and look at and evaluate all the energy that you use, all the utilities that you use. And this is where having uh, brought together all your energy information will make that job much easier and much more uh, real when you get into um, trying to understand what you can save. So that one of the first questions they'll say is, let me see the last two years of your energy uh, and utility spend to evaluate where we could save some money. And so they look at lighting, they look at uh, water usage, they look at all the HVAC equipment, what the age of it is, and put a plan together for uh, replacing that stuff. And they will actually fund that And you pay for it out of the savings of the utility. So from an overall budget standpoint, it really doesn't affect your overall budget, but it does provide you new equipment, better lighting, uh, and a more efficient building to be be built and to run. When we're using less energy, it's good for everybody. It really is. And uh, I think we need to be good stewards. There's lots of talk about what is important. Uh, we, we hear lots of things about lead and green, and and a lot of it has become very controversial.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but I always say, you know, saving resources, who can argue with that? And reducing cost, reducing uh, using up our natural resources, and reducing uh, what we spend on utilities, who can argue with that? I mean, that's always uh, a good place to go. and. Stay away from maybe some of the polarizing activity uh, in some of the terms. And regardless of how you believe and what you think about those things, uh, we can always come back to that common denominator is I'm saving money, I'm saving natural resources, I'm prolonging the things that we have uh, that we've been given to uh, to use. And that's definitely something to keep in mind when you're trying to get
1: buy-in or when you're sharing your success is just focus on the fact that you're saving resources, whether it's
0: natural resources or whether it's funding. Right. And I, one of the things I think it's good to uh, put together this plan and a strategy of how you want to approach these things is things like lighting. Lighting is a very quick return on the investment so if you come in if you have the thought of bringing in a performance contracting or they're referred to as an esco uh if you are contemplating bringing them into your organization to evaluate maybe you know that you need you have some very outdated equipment and you're going to use that funding process to do it it really is a funding process a funding mechanism and uh one of the things you don't want to do is you don't want to go in and take all that uh, uh, very easy, quick return money and do that, such as replacing lighting, uh, before you do that, because that's where they make up their savings to, to help you uh, pay for some of the larger dollars. If you have a lighting uh, retrofit that might cost you uh, $50,000, the savings over the period of 10 or 15 years of financing of that may very well pay for a new roof on the facility right. with uh, with additional added insulation or a uh, new chiller and some air handling equipment. That in and of it itself, it would not produce that, but with combined with the lighting. So you just need to be very wise about how you uh, look at those things, create the strategy before you uh, just start in, uh, just grabbing things and doing things. Uh, it's certainly okay to do those. Just know that you're limiting your possibilities uh, from a performance contract or some other mechanism uh, for funding and savings, saving those dollars.
1: Well, right. As, as a manager, you're not only thinking about today and the savings that we're going to have this year, but looking forward, the next 15, 5, 10, 15 years down the road, because you are going to have to replace a roof. You are going to have to replace a boiler, chiller, uh, et cetera. So definitely, keeping those things in mind as you make changes uh, in your strategy or, or creating that strategy.
0: And there's been some tremendous strides made in the last uh, uh, 10 years in particular uh, about uh, energy-efficient equipment. Manufacturers are really paying attention to that across all spectrums of construction, with insulation, with glass, with roofing, with HVAC equipment, uh, with lighting, all kinds of different uh, Components that we're really looking at is how they're cheaper, how they uh, will be uh, cost less to operate and manage over a long time. Some of the other things um, we talked a little bit about performance contracting, but uh, a lot of the um, uh, utility providers are creating incentives for people to save. Uh, we just talked uh, about uh, Duke Energy uh, about being able to, that they're subsidizing the payment of some of these LED lights. Uh, there are. You want to check with your utility providers. Are they providing an incentive to um, to help you offset some of the costs? I know uh, several years ago, when the uh, stimulus package was ba- out in uh, like 2008, 2009, uh, we we did some uh, work at our schools. We utilized both that uh, stimulus package and a rebate that uh, Progress Energy at the time was paying us eight dollars for every uh, T12 uh, fluorescent tube that we replaced with a T8 tube. Oh, wow. So that, that uh, was a lot of money and it allowed us to stretch out between those two plans to do a lot of uh, retrofit work that uh, really produced some great savings for us. Consider that in your strategy too because I'm pretty sure they are offering rebates or help and then the other thing is if they're not doing that now I'm sure they'll do it soon in the future. Yeah, and, and it's just—it's worth having a conversation yeah. with your utility providers to say, "Do you do you have any rebates? Are you seeing any coming in the future?" Uh, it may be well worth your while to put off a project for six months if they say, "Hey, we think in the spring we're going to be offering this right. program." Yeah, more than likely, you know, saving energy
1: again is good. Not only it's good for everybody, so not just the organization, but also the utility
0: company. So, I think uh, as we kind of wrap up today, you know, looking at now that we've got the data available to us, now that we're looking at a strategy of what we're going to do with that data, how we're going to reduce our spend in our utilities, be it water, be it gas, be it electricity, and how we're going to leverage all the things that are available to us through performance contracting, through rebates, through any government funding, uh, all those things that might be uh, out there for us to leverage. And again, don't feel like you have to do it all yourself. Uh, there's a lot of great resources out there, organizations. leverage your utility providers. Uh, they have people, they have specialists in that field. Go out there and really ask them. Ask them the hard questions: How do I save energy? How can I help you reduce? Because every one of our utility providers are challenged with reducing the amount of dollars it's cost to produce energy, That's right. And to do it in a, uh, a more conservative way, and so a lot, some of the best uh, energy reduction methods uh, is going to happen through conservation. And so there, are they really are putting out some incentives out there, how for people how to uh, save and uh, reduce their spend. What's well, in their best interest to help us all? Yep. So uh, uh, you know. And we're glad to help. We've got uh, people here on staff as well that uh, have some information about that. We're glad to uh, offer uh, resources. And so uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us. And uh, even though uh, uh, you may not look at us in that uh, environment, you know, at our uh, big uh, uh, dude university, it's coming up in the spring. We're going to have a lot of uh, classes there geared towards energy savings and uh, how to leverage some of those things. So we really want people to take advantage yeah. of those. We want to be a valuable resource for you guys. Absolutely. Well, Bob, I, I know, again, we're going to wrap things
1: up here. Happy anniversary. Thank you. And uh, Happy New Year as well.
0: Happy New Year to you.
1: Hey, everyone, please don't forget to uh, email us your questions and comments at uh, podcast.facilitydude.
0: And uh, be sure to uh, uh, download the app to, to uh, Stitcher and iTunes so you can uh, join us and enjoy this uh uh, on your way home from work or wherever you want to listen to us and uh, we just uh, uh, appreciate so much your opportunity to uh, or our opportunity to share with you and uh, just share a little bit of our experience uh, to make your job and your life a little easier and a little with a little more rewarding Happy New Year everybody happy New Year Thank you for listening to the Facility Dude Podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback about the show. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and help other facility operations professionals like yourself find the show. Email your questions or comments to podcast at facilitydude.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Facility Dude. We look forward to hearing from you.